Hey, thanks for checking out Laid Off, and thanks for subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. If you need a link, I made it really easy for you. Just go to my website, BlairThomasMedia.com. And maybe the easiest way is just by saying, hey, Alexa, play the Blair Thomas podcast. So before we get into the top five things I learned in quarantine, I want to say a huge thank you to anyone who reached out with a nonprofit or a charity organization or a church that's doing something amazing in the community. I wanted to volunteer with them and get to as many as I can especially while I have a little bit of free time that I'm unemployed. And uh, I've had a chance to reach out and hopefully by the end of the restrictions, thanks to coronavirus, I'll be able to get out there in the next couple of weeks and volunteer. And if you have any more that you want me to reach out to and link up with, you can always just send me a message and I would love to get out there and just give back in any way that I can, even if it's just with my time. top five things I've learned in quarantine. Number one, the Maryland unemployment system is an absolute nightmare. And it's been a joke on every level. I mean, I, uh, I'm recording this on Thursday, May 28th. It's been over two months since I lost my job. And I have not gotten a single dime of unemployment money so far. Nothing. And same goes for thousands of other Marylanders. Like, we're just left in the dark here because if you call the number they give you, it goes straight to a busy signal no matter what, no matter when you call. The first website crashed because it was overwhelmed. I get that. But they relaunched the website. There's like a 100,000 person wait to get on there. And then I finally get in, right? And I can claim the first like two, three weeks just fine. After that, my page just locks up and it does not allow me to claim anything after like April 18th. So... Anyone who's got bills to pay, like me, is just crossing their fingers and waiting on a debit card to come in the mail. So hopefully that comes soon. And it makes the whole, hey man, like, here's three days pay, get on out there thing, sting a little bit more. So thanks. Number two, 90 Day Fiance is the greatest terrible reality show of all time. Marissa's been obsessed, which means guess what? I've been watching so much 90 Day on TLC for the last couple of weeks. And that means I'm in on the Big Ed jokes and Zarya flying from Russia to surprise her man in Tennessee. This guy, Ash, with the crazy eyes in Australia, who's somehow a dating coach, even though this dude's like a misogynistic pig. It's terrible, but it's fascinating, and I can't look away. Number three, this coronavirus vaccine whenever they finish it is completely dividing us right down the middle it seems because it's like every other person i talked to was like bro i ain't taking that like bill gates is going to put trackers and surveillance equipment in the virus vaccine and it's going to watch us all and it's a way for them to control us and i'm like wait isn't that why we locked down for two months to buy them some time (laughs) <laughs> to make a vaccine. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, do I take it? I'm shocked at how many people are just instantly not going to get vaccinated for this thing that's shut down the entire world. And then I'm like, all right, so where do the vaccines come from? Like, who's making this vaccine? What company? What kind of funding? Like, these are things that I've never thought about before. And I don't know. It's kind of scary. Number four, Memorial Day weekend in Ocean City in the middle of quarantine. It's kind of awesome. I mean... We left on Saturday morning around 9 a.m., right? You're thinking, like, heavy traffic and all that. Smooth sailing all the way across the Bay Bridge and down to the beach. And then we finally get down there. Now, the boardwalk was packed, which was a little scary. No masks. Not a lot of people were doing the social distance thing. So I basically sprinted across the boardwalk like it was Frogger and got to the beach. But there were, like, 50% 
of the people on the beach itself, a lot of space, and it was good to kind of do something normal, but all the signs about social distancing and stuff that's spray painted like, hey, keep away, that, that's a little freaky. Number five, my fiance is all the way in on Michael Jordan's leadership philosophy, and I was not expecting that at all. So we watched The Last Dance, the ESPN documentary all about the 1990s Chicago Bulls. And mind you, I'm a gigantic basketball fan. She likes sports, but, you know, she's not like obsessed like I am. So to watch her kind of live through my childhood was really cool. But one of the first things that she says to me is, is Michael Jordan considered to be a good guy? And I'm like, what a great question. And I said, you know what? Let's watch this. And I want to know what you think of him by the end of this documentary. Now, mind you, Jordan is known to be a ridiculously fierce competitor, one of the greatest champions, but also he's known to get into it with his teammates and he would yell at people and try to berate people to pull the best out of them in the big moments, right? Marissa's is very soft-spoken, kind of quiet, very gentle. And I'm thinking, oh, she's going to think he's a complete jerk. So we watch the documentary and we get to the end of it. And I'm like, all right, so what do you think of Jordan? She's like, oh, yeah, Jordan, Psh. That's what you got to do. I mean, that's, that's what champions do. That's a championship mentality. You know, you pull the most out of people. You got to yell at them sometimes to be the best on the court. If you can't handle me in practice, you can't handle this pressure moment in the game. You know, we're not out here to make friends. And I'm like, I don't know if I've ever loved you more than I love you right now. <laughs> 